everybody. Uh, welcome back to Three Walls and a BLP. We're really funny, uh, fun, funny way that this whole episode came together, and we'll get into it. We have um, two, I guess, social media friends of mine on. Um, Di- Diana and Anna are on. They're coming in from Dallas, Texas, going to talk about what they have going on, how they're surviving quarantine. Um, Mike has a really, really important question to ask them, and we're going to kind of just roll, um, enjoy a little bit of time, and uh, kind of go from there. So, ladies, I want to open the floor up to you both. Just kind of introduce yourself. Um, give us your social media platforms. Kind of just one one thing that you're doing to survive quarantine. That maybe one thing that's been fun that you didn't didn't expect would happen uh, during this time. So, um, thanks for coming on. The floor is yours. Yeah. So I'm Adventure Wiz on Instagram and. Well, I'll finally start posting again. Uh, I'm usually pretty active when I'm competing in fitness stuff just for friends to follow along and get tips and things. So I also am adventurous on YouTube and am starting to put out more content only because a bunch of friends are reaching out during quarantine, like, please help me, you know, from all the extra food that we're all crushing. So, uh, man, one, one new thing I've been doing is cards. What was that game we got taught the other day? Oh, I I played spades before, but not with all like the bidding rules. And oh my god, I didn't realize how competitive I was. I had to really tone it down. And Anna always cheats at cards, so it makes it tough. Uh, I'll have to look out for you. Oh, Keep an man. eye on you. <laughs> uh, about me, I'm famous through her Instagram, but I do have Instagram too. So it's uh, Anna Kiss Six. Um, what did I? do fun oh i ran 400s first time timing it so that oh yeah we, fun. we went down to the, i ran the 400 in college i played yeah. volleyball but also ran the 400 because they recruited all the athletes from other teams so I, anna was like do you remember your 400 training and i was the like misery how could i forget <laughs> the most miserable three years of my life so she she wanted to go down there and learn to run some 400s and yeah we did some time Time fours, that's pretty brutal. Quarantine. How fast were they? How fast were you running them? Not that fast. Oh, can I say? Yeah. 120. And then she can. I was doing like 110 or something. But I mean, it's a huge difference than running in college. I know, but for a 400, like even a 110, you're still, you're still exerting yourself. And if you're doing a lot of them, those are not fun. No, not fun. Yeah, is that? Those are not fun. Mike, what was your last 400? Oh, Jesus. I don't even know. I ran track in high school, exactly. and it was bad. Wait, you ran track in high school? What were your events? I did all the jumps. So I was like, I'll do track, but I'm going to do the jumps. I'm not going to run. It's going to be great. Get a varsity letter, look good on college, and then I wasn't very good. That's so smart. Wasn't very oh, my God. Good. I always joke that you want to be a shot putter. Like if you're in track, you just want to throw – any of the throws, that's a great person to be on a track team. Yeah. I want to, I wish in high school they did the javelin, but obviously for safety reasons, they can't. Yeah. That would have been so much fun. Okay. Okay. So we do a pre interview, um, kind of a pre podcast interview, and it's three very basic questions. The girls took it a little bit further than that. I have a four-page document <laughs> of everything that they have going on here, and there's no way at all I'm going to be able to touch base, but like touch on all of this. But let's talk. 
because I, I think both of you have two things very, very like blaring in common: um, volleyball and sports, as well as competing in. It looks like I see powerlifting. I have a junior national record of honors, and both of you are um, you compete in bikini. So where do you want to start? You want to start with maybe start with volleyball. Yeah, we can actually start with some funny things because Anna, you know, played indoor for years in Serbia. You can talk about that. Like, she's a really accomplished setter. Uh, talk about your training a little yeah, bit. Yeah, um, so started started training when I was seven. Um, and uh, we're in Serbia. We do a lot of skill, skill training, no cardio at all. Um, and... Soon after, like two or three years after, just started uh, winning all the national gold medals for um, our team was the best. So for the next ten she's years, she's super humble. <laughs> so when you say when you say all of the gold medals, how many is all of them? Well, it's uh, the championship is once a year for your group age, and then I would play as a second setter for age group uh, older than me. Okay. So she got them all. <laughs> okay, so do you have like one for every month of the year that so you can just wear? <laughs> uh, no, maybe two a year. Okay. okay. Still very impressive. Very nice. Well, what I find so funny is... Guys... Oh, go ahead. No, no, I was just going to ask where you're playing volleyball around around town in Dallas. Oh, okay, yeah, so we met because I actually started playing sand volleyball at 30 and then started playing professionally at 32, but, you know, played for a few years, kind of retired in 2017 when I was moving out here, um, mostly just from injuries and stuff, but I, like, will play a few big tournaments a year, and I saw Anna at Sandbar, it's a just like a beach bar in Dallas. There's like eight, eight or nine courts. Yeah. And she was just learning to play. Uh, yeah. So she, she has noodle, like these noodle arms. Like she used to Olympic lift, but it's crazy. She has the most chicken arms you've ever seen. Like it's gotten better because she's been lifting. <laughs> yeah. I you're just going to, you're going to When I met her, it was like very strong legs and just like noodles. And in my head, I'm like, I didn't even, because she was like, I Olympic lifted. And I was like, her form is so good. She never used her arms like yeah. one time. That, that's how the record happened. Yeah. You know, everything gets together. Um, I'm not as strong. But yeah, so I have like freak strength, but terrible form in all my weightlifting. Anna <laughs> is like perfect form with like. Chicken arms. Yeah, okay, chicken strength. <laughs> So if we put the two of you together, you would be the best at everything, huh? Incredible. Yeah. Combined, you two. Nice, nice. So, so beach volleyball two years ago for Anna and professional beach volleyball. What is that like? She I mean, yeah, you get the money. It's like eh, it's it's pretty fun. I'm at you know it's like college sports, traveling with all your best friends. The thing is, is like I was sponsored, so it paid for everything, and I just got to keep whatever I won. But most people, it was such a grind because most people I traveled with were not sponsored. You know, they were just trying to make ends meet. It's it's very much a hobby because there's just 
there's not a lot of money in it except for maybe top two or three teams for men and women. Even I would say even the top three team, like they're probably making nothing. So, but yeah, it's super fun. Um, beach is very much a chess game and super hard on your cardiovascular. So it was a good time. Have you had a chance to play against um, Misty May? And what's the, what's the other? Carrie yeah. Walsh. Well, Missy was retiring. She played. She came out of retirement a couple tournaments I was at, but we didn't end up playing each other. And then I've never played against Carrie Walsh, but she doesn't even really play any of the U.S. tournaments anymore. She's mostly just playing international ones, trying to go for the Olympics. There's a lot of politics going on, and she's not very happy with the tours in the U.S., so she chooses not to play them anymore well we might have to have you on to talk a little bit more about the politics behind beach volleyball it sounds like there's yeah. there's a lot to that yeah, there is it's very interesting awesome well we'll dive into a few so every time we have somebody on we start with kind of some just universal questions just to get to know each other so um, we'll kind of wrap, run through these real quick um mike you want to start yeah before we get into that I have, I have to ask my very important question because this is on the minds of every single person ever that's ever lived, I think. Um, and Matt can probably agree with this, but. Yeah, I'm so curious. Right. Um, and if it's something you don't want to answer, you can feel free to say ne next question. But all right, we need the official word at the gym, guys approaching to talk to, to females. Yay, nay, thoughts. Ooh, such a loaded question. I honestly, I think, here's something I think is really funny. It's, um, like, I talk to people all the time at the gym, but if you, like, for example, I, a guy was lifting the same squat weight I was about to lift, so I was like, hey, can I work in? And he was like, is that a pickup line? And I was like, uh, no, I just really want to lift. <laughs> he just genuinely didn't believe me that we were going to use the same weight. So, I mean, I think it's totally fine um, if it's, you know, if it's something normal. I, if it's commenting on someone's, like, physique besides, like, oh, your arms look awesome, like, definitely don't do it. But anything else, it's like, oh, my gosh, I love that exercise. Yeah. So, wait, the arms are good. You can go arms if you go any lo lower. Probably not. Probably avoid yeah. that. That's a tough one. Got it. Okay. Smart. Okay. Oh, well. Ladies, yeah. thanks for coming on. That's actually all. <laughs> no, just kidding. Just kidding. We have, we have a lot more questions. We have a lot more. Um, so this is not really a follow-up, but um, favorite color? Well, I didn't hear the last one. Oh, I said favorite color. Just to get warmed oh, up. Anna's is purple. I have a lot of purple stuff, but it's actually red. I love red, but my college colors are purple. So I have everything purple. It is red. Okay. Yeah, baby blue. Okay. All right. I'm just I'm just dying to tell some of Anna's college stories about like. I mean, I don't know if you guys saw on the sheet, but she came to America having never seen a black person. So, went to an all-black so school. Obviously, in Serbia, it's a little 
it's pretty cold there, right? Uh, no, it's um, climate is continental, so we have all four seasons. It's, oh, okay. I mean, we have okay. some cold winters, but I need to go back and take a geography class. I think oh, learn where Serbia is at. Wait, no. Uh, why am I thinking? Sorry. Yes, I know where Serbia is. Okay. Um. Okay, so we'll let you go. What's a good story? So Anna comes to America, having not seen a black person, gets to all black school, and her teammates are trying to help her out. Gets you know, get to know everything American culture, and they're like, "Look, there's a few words you cannot say." And our black friends love the story, by the way. And she was like, in her head, she's like, "Well, I'm not white, so who cares?" And like, no, you just cannot say that word. So she walks by the basketball team and yells out, and walks on through. And in her head, she's like, I can do it. I'm not white. And I had to explain to her that Serbians are, in fact, white in America. Yeah. Yeah, so. so that was great. And everyone, she said that they were, they were like, they were, super yeah. nice and stuff. Well, she's foreign. She's Fine. foreign. We'll let this one yeah. go. Those are all my friends. So, yeah. So I have to preface this. I'm going to have to do some serious editing <laughs> over that. <laughs> I mean, all of our every time probably all of our like, black friends love this story because they're like wow <laughs> yeah i mean i guess you don't really know it's so funny you don't know what you don't know so like i could probably go over to serbia and do something just ridiculous and have no like, idea I never, I never heard that the word before like they always muted on the movies and stuff and i seen black people from the movies, so yeah. like I don't, I don't even know what that meant. Just they were just telling me to not say. Yeah, it. they never explained oh, it to her. So she's like, uh, okay. They kind of said they definitely set you up for failure there. Yeah. They needed to dive into a little bit more about it. Um, I, I think yeah, that, they probably could have done it the right way. Because honestly, if they didn't even say anything to you, I don't think you would have went out and just said it. <laughs> so. I mean, it just goes to show, too, when you're not part of the culture, like, how crazy yeah. some of the things are. Yeah, without a doubt. So I think <laughs> my second favorite story was, um, so I'm still learning language and everything, and the girls' basketball team, they were like, Anna, we have to teach you how to, how to dance. I'm like, what do you mean, how to dance? I mean, I know how. Like, no, 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 you have to come to our parties. And uh, like, okay, fine. So I get there, and yeah, they're like, okay, we'll teach you how to how to twerk. Then the next next thirty minutes, I was on the wall just doing the thing. It was great. (laughs) (laughs) My college years, all up to date with all. Rap songs. And, oh my! She listens uh, like the most hardcore rap, and I'm like, where? Where have you even <laughs> heard this song before? I was like, so you I never learned, heard. I've learned. <laughs> I've learned two things about you in about ten minutes. One, you're probably a hit at parties. <laughs> and two, like definitely explain, like definitely explain things a little bit further. <laughs> yeah, I learned. Just, I learned to say, please. I did. I'm still working on it, you know, just to be uh, not nicer, but to have better manners. Because in in Serbian language, you just 
you don't say please all the time. Like, mm. please help me with this. I just tell her. She's very direct. She's like, give me the pillow. Yeah. Am I waiting on you? That's, yeah. That's, Ooh. That's, yeah. <laughs> it's a little passive aggressive, huh? Did you read what she, what I, on this document, how I'm supposed to set you up for failure by making you say a bunch of V's and W's? Yes, I let her read it. I'm an incredible writer. Come on. <laughs> I know, but I'm not going to do that to you. I want to hear, I want to promote you. Our goal is to promote you. It's to build you up. I think these are the best things about her. They're very fun. <laughs> <laughs> she said, make sure you say RV. RV? are we we, we to try. she doesn't know this but at parties we used to try and trick her into saying we'd we'd start talking about like you know this summer really want to go on vacation somewhere but i'm not sure we have a big enough thing what are those things you rent like we would just try to come up with any way to get her to keep saying <laughs> anna there are nicer people in this country than her there are people that will not do this to you i promise <laughs> oh, no, she was definitely <laughs> Oh, that's funny. All right, so <laughs> I'm going to move this on because there was one thing that stuck out on this very, very nice piece of light reading that you gave me. <laughs> yeah, air quotes, audio medium, air quotes, yeah. light. <laughs> All right, so I got to ask what constitutes. 3,500 calories of baked goods, and how does one person consume that much? Oh, oh first off, those 10,000 calorie challenges, I'm recruiting. If anyone wants to message me on Instagram, I feel like I could crush that. 10,000 calories? If you, if I didn't track my food, uh, so after the Arnold, I went to this gluten-free bakery, and I just ate what I wanted to. And then when I added everything in in my fitness pal, I was like, did I, just, I had 210 grams of fat? How was that even possible? <laughs> like, they have, um, they made a macaroni and cheese Pop-Tart. It's like the most delicious, buttery, flaky bread filled with macaroni and cheese, and it's all gluten-free. God, that, that place is delicious. Anna, can you confirm that this is good? Because I don't know if this yeah. sounds good or bad. Oh, it was amazing. And she loves baked goods. I think Pop-Tarts, I think like brown sugar, cinnamon, and like cookies and cream. I don't think mac and cheese. It was was more like a, almost like a pot pie, but it was just like a encasing. Like it wasn't really a Pop-Tart as much as a flaky crust around mac and cheese. Okay. That's different. That sounds a lot better. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know why. I thought it was just like mac and cheese. With bread, and then they threw it in the toaster, and they were like, "Here you go." That that's, and I'm a big mac and cheese guy. That would have been. They make a uh, beer cheese scones too. Ooh, good night. Where is this at? It was in a. Is it German Village? The name of the yeah. place. Yeah, you could get lost in German Village. You're gonna have to find. Actually, call me bake. Bake me happy. Bake me happy. It's amazing. If anyone from Bake Me Happy is listening, send send these girls some love. Send them some baked goods during this quarantine. Crush it. <laughs> <laughs> and then, Anna, I have to ask you, where can I get the best cup of coffee? Oh, um, in Dallas? Just anywhere. Anywhere that you've been, where's the best cup of coffee? 
don't don't really like Starbucks, but uh, what's I, the name I, of the French can, place where you're on the corner? No, I would say uh, I got the best Christmas present from this lady. She <laughs> she subscribed she subscribed me for six months of samples from Beanbox. I get four samples of coffees. Uh, I think those are my favorites so far. The coffee's really good. Beanbox. Yeah. Super smooth, and it comes from all different parts of the world, and they mix awesome flavors. So that that was my go-to. Nice, Matt. Right now, nice. I'm you're you're a coffee guy. I, I've never drank coffee in my life. I am so. a big coffee guy. So that's not. That's I don't know how me. you survive. I'm I'm kicking myself. I should have told you to go to the, um, a place in Columbus when you were here for the Arnold. It's called the Locks. So oh, yeah. it's bagels. But their coffee, the coffee they get is excellent. I'll actually, I'll send you guys some. I'll send you some in the mail. What? It's so good. It's so good. But um, I'll send, I send the full bean. You have to grind it. It's just, you got to do it. You got to do it the right way. Anna is a coffee connoisseur. You have to. Yeah, we'll have it here. So wait, are you a, a dark roast or a light roast type person? I like dark roast. Turn off the podcast. We're gone. <laughs> Oh, well, no, that's I mean, a first in history. I thought this was going to be like a nice little conversation. Like, oh, hey, like, you know, just make sure when you send it to us, to send us the light rose. Um, but no, like they're, they're up and leaving. Now, now he's going to send you solely dark roast, just despite. Yeah. So. I would be like. That bold move. Oh, yeah. Bold move, Cotton. <laughs> that would actually be really fun. Just send them two packages, one dark roast, and then a couple days later with the light roast. Just, although I told yeah, you, so now. I do have a good joke. Just forget I said that. We'll cut that out. Yeah, what? <laughs> oh, where are we at? We touched that one. Okay. I'm all over the place trying to keep up as i said this is i did open it up we we bounced around a little bit so we're just trying to get back on track but we opened it up for questions for you ladies as well if you wanted to ask mike and i anything yeah i'm actually you know since we love food so much like what is your go-to snack or just or i mean it can be beer but what what's your go-to thing when you're just craving something like your first thought like i'm gonna eat that um, can I answer this in two ways? Yeah. So like first and foremost, like if I'm craving something, if I'm just going to snack and I don't really care what's going on, I'm going to eat like three boxes of Cheez-Its. I'm just going <laughs> to house Cheez-Its. Are you rich like I, or just Cheez-Its? Say that again. Oh, I said, are you a Ritz cracker guy too, or just Cheez-Its? So the Ritz crackers are good. They're a little bit too buttery, if that makes sense. And I can't eat as many of them. <laughs> so I just go cheese it. So it's a volume game. Then, so yeah, <laughs> it's just like if I'm gonna sit down and just kinda like feel feel myself and just let loose for a while, <laughs> just cheese it. Um, but if I just did like um, my brother and I my brother turned me on to this place, it's up in Cleveland. Um, it's called boss's chicken and beer. We go and we get a pound of fried chicken 
french fries and like three baked potatoes and just always on like a fall day football's on and you just it's it's the best it really is the best so if i'm snacking that but if i'm just going for like a full out just binge session fried chicken (laughs) i don't know how i'm supposed to follow that um i enjoy like i'm a big cheesiest guy myself but that's not what i'm going for if i'm snacking i'm a big fan of like you know like the i'm trying to figure out how to describe like the cracker sandwiches with like peanut butter like cheese like it's plain crackers with peanut butter or like cheese or like cheese crackers with peanut butter in them i could destroy those for hours and not not think twice about it um and then meal wise i'm a big uh I enjoy like a nice juicy burger with like a fried egg, bacon, cheese. Yeah, that's great. Um, fries on the side. I'm gonna have to go eat after this. Yeah, I already had dinner. Now, now I'm curious if your house is full of all these snack foods. There are. There was a huge box of cheese that's up here somewhere. I don't know where it went. <laughs> Which is probably probably bad. Um, I'll talk a little bit more about this. I actually, so remind me, I have to send you ladies some other stuff on top of the coffee. Um, the company I work for is actually a protein ice cream company. And what? it's excellent. So very good. Off to my left here is this, I have this like four by four freezer, just full of it. And they're like little single serve little cups. So once we what? get out of the quarantine and we can actually ship stuff, I'll, uh, I'll send it to you. Okay. We're going to, We'll go. We'll do it off pod, but um, can confirm it's very good. It's very good. It got us through an entire weekend in Nashville a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, Mike and I. Yeah. So what was going on in Nashville? Uh, just a little little boys trip. A little okay. we try to go every year. So Mike and I, Mike and I were college roommates, um, college friends, and um, actually permission to tell a story about you in college on the topic of snack food. I don't know where this is going. So, oh, this is the donut you know the story. Little, this is the donut story. Okay, yeah, this is good. I'll, I'll preface this <laughs> with: I love donuts as well, like all kinds of donuts. I thought you were going to say donuts. I should have. I take it back. Donuts. But go ahead, Matt. This is a good story. So you know the little like Betty Crocker like six pack of donuts that one's glazed, like one's chocolate, one's sprinkled, and they're just the little box yeah you know what i'm talking about <laughs> so mike would get like three of those every time he went to the store <laughs> just little <laughs> the little box and he would go to bed he would always go to bed like one of the first people or your sleep late or something and me and uh we and my one good friend nick would just every every time we'd go in and just take a bite out of one of them <laughs> and just put it back <laughs> and he had no idea who it was drove me insane Oh my god! He would just lose his mind. We'd come back and say, "Oh, okay." <laughs> like throw it on the ground, just whole donuts wasted. <laughs> uh, yeah, just harsh. I'm surprised you just, just crush it. You really like a donut. You're like, huh? Yeah. Well, I probably should have. It was more of like the shock that like someone would do that and put it back in my container, and because they knew how much how I enjoyed these. 
Is there a story here? You too? A snacking, uh, eight cupcakes. I mean, there's there's so many embarrassing food stories. Like when we're hungry, man, right before this quarantine started, we had gone out and thank God we did. Like it was right before St. Patty's Day and I came home and I woke up the next morning. I don't know. We went to bed at like 3.30 or something. And I woke up because Anna turned the light on because she had to go to work on a Saturday at like seven. And I just sat up on the couch and was like, oh my God, I didn't realize I'd fallen asleep out there. She's like, Diana. And I look down and there's like cream cheese on my pants. There's like wrappers all there's over the floor. bars. But just and one then, bite and then there is but, like the bar on the floor. But here's what's ridiculous is like normally when I'm just like overeating, who cares? I somehow have my phone out from last night trying to enter all of the items from my binge into my fitness pal. And I was like, this is the most ridiculous thing I have ever seen. Yeah. I don't even remember. Man, she can crush some popcorn. Oh my gosh, I've never seen anyone eat that many popcorn. Gift. And kombucha. I feel like, I I mean, he used to ask me seriously, like, how much kombucha have you had in one day? And I was like, uh, pretty much my whole retirement fund has been spent on, I probably have done like 16 kombuchas in yes. a day. I mean, nowadays I, I'm over it, like, but way back when, like when I was playing volleyball, I was drinking it like it was water. It's not worth it. I've never really one expensive. time in my life drank that. Me either. Not once. Not for me. I just tried it. Yeah, a lot of people are like, God, you know, it's like so vinegary and stuff, but. Mm-hmm. Nope, not for me. As long as you approve, I'll leave all of that for you. Yeah. I will not. I will not run the shelf drive kombucha. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, so outside of work, um, working out, volleyball, um, anything else that you're doing during quarantine, and or just in general, anything else that you're trying to, or maybe have a I, idea that you want to start doing. <laughs> So, you know, we have these two cats. (laughs) Here's the funny thing about it. When Anna and I moved in together, she's like, I want to get a cat. And I was kind of like, okay, she did not tell me that. She was like, okay. Yeah, but inside I was like, (laughs) I don't want to be. (laughs) So, I mean, I grew up on like a small farm and stuff, but I haven't had the responsibility of a pet for a long time. So she gets this cat. He's really cute. He's fun, but I I started to feel like he's lonely. I'm like, we are traveling a lot. And I was like, man, he looks, he looks lonely. And I think he's kind of bored. And I really care about animals in that way. Like if I had a dog, I'd walk it like crazy. I don't want them to be unhappy. Like they need to do what animals are meant to do. So I was like, shit, I think we need to get a second cat. I was like, I think that's the only solution. We need to get a second one. So hers is like well-behaved and learns really quickly. <laughs> So we go to the pet store and I was kind of nervous. I was like, crap, this is going to be all my responsibility. So I pick up this cat and he's got like a great personality, close in age. They're both pretty young. Bring him home. He seems great. Uh, Three months go by and I feel like it's been a year. I, no joke, didn't sleep for like those first three months. (laughs) Cat is an idiot savant. Like he 
he reminds me of like a, a bulldog, like belligerent, doesn't learn anything, but he's also super smart. He like figured out how to open all the doors in the house so I could never get any peace. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, so basically since that time, we started uh, coming up with toys for cats to keep them like mentally entertained and stuff. So we're working on a little side side hustle e-business, selling the, the toys and the info and stuff. Nice. Since we have all the quarantine time, yeah. Nice. Wait, what was that? Quarantine? Quarantine? Yeah, I like that. <laughs> oh, I got. I'm gonna steal that. I've never heard that. I like that a lot. <laughs> I haven't either. I like that a lot. Uh, That's pretty cool. Mike has a dog. How old is Obi, Mike? Obi's three. So he's a he's a big boy. He's about seventy five pounds now. Big old boy, but he's a good. I don't know what kind of dog it is. Me either. He's a rescue, so I have no idea what he is. He's got. He looks like every possible kind of dog in the world, but he's a good boy. So that's all that matters. So when everyone was freaking out and like buying everything, you know, for the coronavirus, did you buy extra dog food? Like, what was the first thing you purchased? Yep. For I didn't even. I got dog food before I got milk and bread for myself. I went out and got dog food. I was like, he needs, he's running somewhat low. I don't want to have to risk it with him. So, yep, it was, it was dog food first, without a doubt. We were kind of the same way. We didn't care about any of the other stuff. We we're like, well, I better order some cat food yeah. for the crazies. It's all the cat food. Yeah, I was like, I'll figure it out for myself. I'm adaptable. He is not. <laughs> he depends on me. I'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah, I got my crackers. Podcast has probably shown me how selfish I am. You guys are out over there worrying about your animals and other people. I got probably 700 things of ice cream and like 35 pounds of meat and I put in my freezer. (laughs) Yeah, Matt, this is actually an intervention because we think you're too selfish. So I was taking care of number one. I'm sorry. (laughs) Welcome to your intervention. Well, if you want to adopt cats, we have two. We're free. Free to any home. Well, I appreciate you guys coming on and showing me the, the faults of my ways. <laughs> uh, what else do we got? Where are we, Mike? Tonight. Are we on number three? Yeah, sure. Um, I've been following along well. I'm trying to. It's just we, we're, we're following along, then we get on some good conversations, and I lose track. Sorry. Back to it. Um, all right. So what kind of goals do you guys have for yourselves that you're trying to accomplish over the next year and then the next couple of years, both professionally, personally, whatever? I mean, do we need to have goals? No, you don't. You can say none. Everything oh, you're the ones over here saying you do this. So busy and like, so, so put together. <laughs> Yeah, we're trying to find yeah. some goals for ourselves. Yeah, we're trying to again. We're trying to build you up. <laughs> yeah, I just I once got a call. I when I first signed up at LA Fitness, they have like the junior membership people call you to like upsell you personal training, and that was the first question the guy asked me. He's like, "So, what are your goals?" And like, when someone calls, you know, it's uh, have you seen Seinfeld where the info marketer like calls and he's like, "Let me just get your number and call you back at home." Like sometimes I'm in that kind of a mood, so I was just like, "Oh, I don't, I don't have any goals." And he was like, 
so why did you sign up at the gym? And I was like, just to meet boys. And he was like, so, <laughs> so how's that going? And I was like, I mean, I just started. I'm really excited though. <laughs> It was it was great, but Poor guy. yeah, I think I he was probably eighteen, so I think I just ruined his, you know, thought of people working out at the gym. <laughs> really, there's girls here to meet. Like, no. You should have spun it on him and asked him for a personal training. You and you two could have run him through like a training session. Well, it's funny because he stopped me in the gym like a couple weeks later. And he was like, so do you want to, you know, get a session? And I, I was like, well, if I'm already got my workout, he's like, what are you doing? And I was like, you know, like cleans. And he was like, what are those? Oh, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> oh no. And this is why we're never going to work out together. I've had Not that. Yeah, you want to be taking advice from. I've had something yeah. like that happen at the gym where I've done like front squats and someone will come up to me and he'll be like, hey, you know, the squat rack's supposed to be on your back, right? And I'm like, that oh, is amazing. I'm like sick, dude. Thanks. Appreciate it. I love it. Uh, stuff like that. I live for. Um, man, as far as real goals, I guess this summer, Ann and I are trying to get our pro cards for bikini. Just meaning, well, we have to starve ourselves a little harder than last competition. And uh, we always joke in bodybuilding, it's like the figure girls and the physique, like they're really building muscle, and then bikini is like a starvation contest. I mean, it's getting more muscular, but yeah. So that's, we're trying to, the first contest they have here that's still on is in June. Okay. So we'll compete at that. And then they pushed all the national contests, like where you can get your pro card. They're pushed off to like August and September. So we're going for that. Nice. Honest trying to learn English. So that's yes. A, I'm just kidding. Her English is great. See, I, do you guys think I have an accent? I don't have an accent in my head. Not, it's not um, very nice. <laughs> I was trying to answer it quick. Because the delay would have been like, uh. I'm gonna leave that I'm gonna leave that in because it was perfect. But oh, yeah. yes, you have an you have an accent, but your English is not bad. Yes, that's what I was trying to say. Thank you, Matt. His accents are good. I mean, it says where you're from. Mike's from Philadelphia, like the Jersey area. He's got a little bit of an accent. Whoa, um, whoa. I'm from Ohio, which I've heard has a really, really <laughs> annoying one. And just let you know where you're from. But know your English. Well, the most important thing is your English isn't bad. Yeah. Everyone knows what you're saying. What are what are like the annoying Ohio terms? You know, it's like Baltimore people always say one. <clears throat> well, certain words, but we have very pronounced A's. I had never picked up on this before. <laughs> and I lived with you for three years. Uh, I don't know. I think you're making so, this up. Just what I've heard. You call soda pop. Um, I do call soda. I call pop pop. Nope, it's soda. Excuse me. Or soda pop. Um, I don't even know what else. Actually, Anna might be the best person to ask this question to because she has no bias whatsoever. It's soda. <laughs> Soda. So. Yep. Suck it, Matt. It's so crushed. <laughs> Just crushed. Is it? Um, I don't know. Oh, it's another good one. Oh, what do you call the thing that changes the channels on the TV? Remote. Remote. Okay. Or a clicker. Aren't you a channel? Aren't you a? Cl yeah, you're a clicker guy. They're weird. Me? 
Yeah. I say remote. I don't say clicker. Diana, what do you say? Remote. Yeah. Mm. Don't put words in my past. What's the other? What are the other words? Clicker, channel changer. I've heard channel changer a lot. Yeah, channel changer. Like, yeah, that is what it is, but that's a lot of extra syllables, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The craziest thing I've heard that is different. So, you know, like um, traffic circles. Mm -hmm. So instead of stop signs, roundabouts. In like the Northeast in like Maine, Massachusetts, they call them rotaries. Yeah. Rotary. Rotary. That's, man, I'm like obsessed with the sound of words probably from writing all the time. But, like rotary. I'm like, rooter, rotor. I don't know. It's a good one. If you want for like 30 seconds, we'll let you just say stuff. Yeah, you could just say funny words. Because it's like, if you actually think about it, I only know this because some Japanese people were talking about it. The word diarrhea, it's actually very pretty when you think about it. But yet it's, some Japanese people were talking about it because they were asking what it meant. Because they were, they thought it was like so beautiful sounding. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to... Get that conversation out of your head. This is an audio medium, so you can't see the faces that Matt and I just made when we heard the diarrhea. <laughs> it's a very pleasant word. I mean, kind of like Anna not knowing what words mean over here. Imagine if you heard that word in Japan, and you're like, oh, that'd be a beautiful name. Diarrhea. I guess that's true. To be fair, there probably is a diarrhea walking around somewhere. <laughs> Jeez, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> I used to work with a Toshiba, and you know the only way they got that name is somebody saw it on a TV. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, we'll call her Toshiba. Like, not Sony? I mean, sorry. But I, hope, I really hope she's not listening. <laughs> I hope she is, and you get some hate for Just it. Hate mail? Yeah. Oh, goodness. Oh, man. That's funny. What other questions do you have for Mike and I? Who are like, um, I mean, I nerd out on YouTube pretty hard. Are there any people that you guys follow on social media, like websites, YouTube? Like who are your main people you like to follow? Mike, you want to start? Sure. Why not? Um, I'm a big, so I'm, we are like a sports podcast, but I bring the movie aspect to it. So I'm a big like movie news and like things like that. So I like to keep up on like stupid pop culture stuff for like movie castings and things like that. I don't really follow anybody for that. I just look out for it. Um, and then like podcasts and stuff I like, I like follow religiously and like subscribe and listen to her. Like the fighter and the kid is a good MMA podcast and just hilarious. And then Joe Rogan and then a couple of stand up comedians I listen to that have podcasts are like Tom Segura, Burt Kreischer, Oh yeah, he's funny. He was the Alabama wet way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's he's hilarious. So I, I like to I like to be I like to laugh and like listen to funny stuff. So those those guys are right up my alley with that. Probably more on like the definitely more like college football. Um, I played football just at a small school, but you know it's my favorite sport. So I follow a lot of like college football podcasts as well as. So I'm not sure if I've ever said this before to Mike. And he's probably going to, like, you're lucky. I'm going to get made fun of from anyone that listens to this. Give it to me. Internet. But, like, true crime stuff, like, 
serial killers, those kind of things, just they're they blow my mind. So I listen to those. I actually have a few podcasts on there that I listen to. How am I supposed um, to make fun of dang that? Dang it! It wasn't anything I can actually yeah. make fun of, unfortunately. Maybe not you, but I have some friends that can probably rip me apart for that. Um, but what about you guys? What are the podcasts and accounts that you guys follow religiously? Podcast accounts. I pretty much just listen to Joe Rogan on the podcast site. Actually, James Altucher. I'm a huge fan of. I don't know. He's more of like a self-help guy. Do you guys know James Altucher? I do not. Yeah, he's just funny. James Altucher, he's he's actually a comedian as well. But he started out in um, like Silicon Valley and lost a bunch of money many times. I ended up coming on him through finance. But yeah, he's got a great podcast. Um, who else do I like? I always forget his name. What's the guy, the marketing guy, bald head, glasses, who wrote The Purple Cow? Oh, anyway. he, he's not the mad money guy, is he? No, no, no. That, that's Jim Cramer. Yeah. I, uh, I always um, blank out. Is he's he on Shark super, Tank? Mm-mm. He's like a super famous marketer, uh, and he's got a great podcast. I'd have to I'll, look it up. I'll fact check. Hold on. He's like the most. Just look up Purple Cow. Book, not ice cream. Seth Godin. Does that sound right? Seth Godin. Okay. Cool. Yeah. All right. I like that. So this is one of my favorite questions I love asking this. Um, what is the coolest place that you've been to in the last year that me and Mike need to go to? Not together, but... Or together. Not doesn't have to be together. Just kidding. Yeah. Come with us to Belize. Annual Belize trip. Did you say Belize? Yeah. Oh my gosh, that would be crazy. How long were you there for? Five days. Yeah, five days. My third year going on his first year. I went three years ago and met a bunch of Canadians. And just every year, they've been going for seven years. Everywhere we just get more and more people, and we go out, met people that play beach volleyball for Belize, and they run a boat and like fishing operation and stuff. So yeah, every every year we go out on the catamaran, and it's, just, it's a fantastic. I'm mean, mostly just drinking. The food's delicious. It's a lot like being in the Bahamas. It's very bohemian, but it's, uh, it's sounds like the dream. I know that sounds amazing, especially right now. Drinking. Oh my god! If we could have got stuck there, that would have been. No. So, Mike, it's April fifteenth. It's snowed in Columbus, Ohio. So nice. What? Yes. Yeah. Nice. Uh, I think yeah. it's going to get down to twenty degrees tonight. So, Belize, Belize sounds really nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's. We were just complaining because this cold front it just dropped, you know, in, into the forties in Dallas, but it's been like seventy-five, eighty every day. So we can sun on our, our balcony. They close all of our pool amenities. So. so yeah, I'm not I'm not 100 sure why they're doing that. Um, a friend of mine lives in Chicago, and they close like all the public parks, and which I think is the one thing that people need right now. But I understand it can't get too overly crowded, so it's just a uh, it's a it's like a double edged sword. I'm not really sure. Have you guys uh experienced any of like the the social distancing shaming, it's like a 
a lot of people who are inside but want to be outside are shaming anyone that goes outside and is like, you need to stay inside even if, you know, no one's around. It's, I don't know, I noticed this among groups of people. It was like people that really want to be doing something, but just like cracking down on everyone who's just not on their couch. Yeah, I don't get that. Like I, there was a video of some guy running on the beach who got chased by a cop. Like there was nobody near him until the cop decided to get near him. The guy's just running. I, I, I don't get it. I mean, he's doing exactly what he's supposed to be doing. He's just outside. Yeah. Right. That's actually, if you, a bunch of friends were giving on a shit for like rollerblading and stuff. You know, like you can't be exercising. And I was like, it's in the stay at home orders. Like you can go outside and exercise. Yeah. Yeah. That's ridiculous. It's what I mean, it's being in good shape and being fit is going to help you in case you do get sick. That's craziness. Now, what else you got? This is this is your thing. You're you're running this show. That's that's about all I have. Um, unless you want to go down to any stories, I know you talked a bunch about stories. Is there anything we missed? Uh, well, since you're into football, I did meet Mark Ingram Jr. in at an LA fitness like a few years ago. Uh, this is the funny thing is like, I really love athletes and like I'll watch football. Uh, my ex was a football player. So learned all about so much of it, but like, I don't really follow anything. So I went to LA fitness to play basketball and there's these two black guys just crushing it. And um, in between games, you know, they're recruiting for their teams. Like, Hey, do you want to play? And I was like, yeah, but I'm looking for good players. <laughs> so one of the guys was like reaching up touching like the back of the backboard like the top and then I guess the other guy was Mark you know and he was just shooting around and stuff and I was just talking trash forever and then I was like going to the airport later so I was like no I'm not gonna play and then I walk out and there's this group of guys just staring and they're like do you know who that was and I was like no and they were like what's the Heisman Trophy winner and I was like I had no freaking clue at all. It was a good time. I just basically made fun of him for like 30 minutes. That's good. I mean, he's probably never had that in years. And it's probably been a little while for him. (laughs) So I got to ask this. I got to ask the question on the flip side. So, you know, competing and doing everything you do in like bodybuilding and in your fitness life, have you ever been like fanned on really, really hard? Either one of you? It's a good question. Yeah, it's for beach volleyball. It what I mean that one would get a little bit crazy because when you're out playing in bikinis, like I think bodybuilding is a little bit different. But like the gym, like people are pretty normal. But yeah, like beach volleyball when you're playing in like a professional tournament, like there there's some craziness would go on. I mean for the guys too. Like it was. I mean, yeah, every time in the grocery store, people ask me about my arms and shoulders. What I do for it, but it just <laughs> wow. Well, Honestly, she was, <laughs> she was no, just putting you down. So okay, no, this is a good. This is funny. So we're just walking, and some girl. Oh my gosh, what do you do for your shoulder workout? They're awesome, and she's like, oh, just you know, uh, just at the gym. I was like, what? I'm the bodybuilder here. Why no one asked me? She's actually pissed because everywhere people are always like, hey, what do you, to me on the workout? And she's like, 
I'm right here. <laughs> it's like, look to your left. It's kind of the same with Bonnie. Because, well, like, she's tall. Yeah, I'm coming to you for all bodybuilding questions, Anna. Not, not Diana. Exactly. Especially form. Yes. Out of the way. Yeah. We are no, a form but... podcast. Yes, form over weight. All the yeah, way. Pro form podcast. <laughs> I mean, I've gotten better since since bodybuilding. I used to just go in there and like muscle it up and be like, okay, right. I lifted it. And they're like, no, no, no. <laughs> I mean, that's half the battle. Yeah. I mean, if it's a competition, it's most weight lifted, right? <laughs> sure. That's true. It's very that true. That's true. You seem like you're not competitive at all. Yeah, zero. None. None. I can't see any of that. I mean, yeah. not at all. I think the bodybuilding thing is funny because in beach, there's only like five, six is like the shortest. Like hardly anyone plays a high level that short. So everywhere I go, I kid you not, with all these tall people, they're like, oh, so what do you do? Are you the manager? Like everywhere. I'm always like, it's funny. Touche. If I can tell anything about you just from this podcast and a little bit of time that we've known each other, I can tell that did not bother you whatsoever. Being a manager, I'd always be like, yeah, she's so good. It just, she just lets me battle on. <laughs> Well, that's awesome. Please, thanks. That, that was, I mean, does it feel like we talked for an hour? These fly by. These are so much fun. Yeah, that was a really good time. Yeah. Um, Especially hearing about the donut experience. Well, sneaking on donuts. They, Matt failed to mention the one time that I had, I think I was just like super tired or like super stressed out. And all I wanted was one of my donuts and it was fit into so I took the box and taped it to our front door of our house and I like wrote a note I was like who the fuck keeps doing this we, that's uh, why they tortured me we would, we would catch him on the day where he just blew a like blew a gasket he just freaked out I think there was one time it happened it was on a brand new box and there was just one donut and you threw the whole donut box away there were five perfectly good <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's brilliant yeah. so we've learned you guys aren't competitive at all and i hate donuts so yep exactly so please help yourself to my donuts if you ever have an opportunity to do that because it's going to go over great mm -hmm. i'm surprised I you propose didn't a challenge, though. oh boy i propose a challenge post quarantine mike and i will beat you both in volleyball why? 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 <laughs> because Mike, I'm picturing the scene in Top Gun playing with the boys is on. I'm wearing jeans. That's not how it's gonna go. Up. Just slick my hat back. Just bringing it on. Let's go. I'll be. I mean, that's how. That that is definitely how it's gonna go. Yep. No, I'll be your manager for that, Matt. I'll I'll be. <laughs> the guy the Who's this guy? The manager, actually. Yes. Yeah. So right, I'll find another partner. Yeah, I I can't co-sign that challenge. Fine. I know how it's. I'll going find out. somebody. But I propose a beach volleyball challenge to commemorate post quarantine. I think that sounds amazing. And to add on to that, Anna would like to challenge you guys to push ups. Yes. 
And pull ups. And That sounded like a little bit of a dig at your friend. You are not. See, I'm building up Mike. I know he's not very good at volleyball, well, but I believe in him. Love each other. I believe in him. Actually, she's at, she's, she has gained a lot of arm strength, so don't doubt her. It was nine months ago that she had the noodle arms. She's yeah, come a long way. Just from that comment, she's going to get light roast, and you are getting nothing but crappy dark roast. <laughs> I'll just feel her. It's fine. <laughs> No, you will not. No. No. You will not. That copy is for her and her only. All right. Yeah. We, so we thank you guys again. This was awesome. Um, I'm going to ask a favor. Just leave. Well, that will wrap up another interview. That was Diana Gordon and Anna Kaiso. You can follow them at AdventureWiz on Instagram and AnnaKiss6. Take care, everybody. And we'll see you next time on Three Walls and a BLP. Records and we're making the dash. Oh,